Hey, this is the first ever episode of the Reroute Your Brain podcast. I'm your host, Sean Street. I'm excited to be here. In today's episode, I want to talk about how to get through the tough times when they come up. I'm going to give you my top nine tips for getting through the tough times and coming out the other side. If you were to take any or all of the tips and tools I give you today and develop a daily practice of implementing them, I guarantee you they will change your life. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Reroute Your Brain, a podcast about changing habits. How you think, how you act and how you speak to yourself and to others. Have you ever set a New Year's resolution and by the end of January you're back to doing things the way you've always done them and then started beating yourself up because you failed again? If your answer is yes, then this is the place for you. Here you'll find tools, techniques and strategies to change the way you think, the way you speak and the way you act. You'll change your habits and behaviours and learn how to get things done. I'm your host, Sean Street. I'm a life coach, hypnotist, mentor and trainer. And together we're about to embark on an audio adventure to create a whole new you. I hope you're ready to go because I'm getting started right now. Okay, so why am I here? Why am I doing this podcast? I'd like to give you a little bit of my story. I spent a great deal of my life convinced I was stupid and worthless. I avoided confrontation at almost all costs. I was definitely a people pleaser and I always put other people's wants and needs over mine. Life wasn't a whole lot of fun and I felt lonely and alone. I figured everyone else had their lives together and I was the only one who couldn't work things out. Now at the same time, deep down, I felt like I had something to offer the world but I had no idea what that was or how to do anything about it. The greatest source of stress is wanting your life to be different to what it is. Is your life working out the way you expected? Have you ever said or thought, I just want to be happy? Do you find yourself wishing that your life was different? Wishing you were different? I know I sure did. And not long before turning 50, I started to study the tools, techniques and processes of life coaching, hypnosis, NLP, MBIT and others. And this has been an ongoing process ever since. I never stop learning new things about myself and about how humans operate. And whatever I learn, I apply to myself and to my own life. Now I do this for two reasons. One, because I'm always looking to become a better me where I can. And two, because I want to be able to say to people who come to me for coaching that I know for a fact that this certain technique will work because I've done it myself. Now, as I continued with this process, I have to say, my life changed. What I want to do with this podcast is talk about some of what I've learned since starting down this road of discovery, and I sincerely hope that you will find something of value in here for yourself. I really want to say thank you for allowing me into your life. I am honoured and humbled to be here. So how do we get through the tough times? Tough times are going to come up for us. Trust me, they will. What's important is how we deal with those tough times when they arrive. Now, I'm recording this episode in April 2020, and we're still in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. But this is just one example of a tough time. People have loved ones in hospital. Soldiers go to war. Accidents happen. You might lose your job or get evicted from your home. Things that happen outside of our control tend to cause stress 
and anxiety. So it's important to look at what we can and can't control and how to deal with those. The biggest thing that we can do in times like this is to relinquish our desire to be in control. Control's a myth anyway. We can't control what happens outside us. We can control how we respond to what happens. We need to learn to pause, breathe, evaluate, and then respond instead of react. That's the end goal. And here's my top nine tips to move towards that goal. Number one, give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling. It's perfectly okay to feel a bit down, a bit tired, even to feel a bit sad when things feel like they're getting on top of you. That's okay. It's allowed. It's ridiculous to think that you can feel positive and happy 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are human. Humans have emotions. We seem to have this belief that we have to be happy and positive all the time and we say things like, I shouldn't feel this way. I should feel lucky that I have this or that in my life. We also tend to think, as I used to, nothing really all that bad has ever happened to me. There are kids out there getting neglected or beaten, people are stuck in war zones, people are starving or living in squalor. What do I have to complain about? I'm living in a house, I'm paying my bills, I'm eating every day, I should be happy. That thought process doesn't help you either. There's nothing wrong with feeling what you feel. But, by all means, do remind yourself of the positive things you have. Don't see everything as all bad. And humans have a range of emotions, calling some of them negative or thinking you shouldn't feel that way is denying your humanity. Being strong for the kids will only leave you feeling burnt out and not knowing where to turn. It's important to allow yourself to feel your feelings and to express them. You can feel down or sad for a while, just don't stay there forever. The tough times do eventually come to an end and you can get back to your life. Don't let feeling down turn into feeling defeated. Just keep moving. Even taking three steps forward and two steps back is still moving forward. It doesn't matter how slowly you move as long as you're moving forward. Number two, learn to receive. You can't fill someone else's cup from an empty jug. If you just give, give, give because you think that's the right thing to do, you'll eventually run out of things to give. You'll feel empty and exhausted. It's vitally important that you also allow yourself to receive. Let people help you. Let people do things for you. Not only will it refill your jug so you can continue to give, but it will give those people a chance to feel good that they are helping someone too. Don't deny them the opportunity to play their part. Don't be selfish. You can't hog all the good karma. Number three, have faith. And I don't mean faith in some religious deity. However, if that works for you, then go for it by all means. What I mean though is have faith in yourself. So far, every time you've been through a tough time, you've come out the other side. Not because the government came to your rescue, not because some superhero turned up and dragged you out of it, not because the answer just magically landed in your lap and fixed everything for you. You came through because you just kept on going. You did what you had to do and you moved on to the next thing. You did that. You made that happen. You made it through and you can do it again. Trust that. 
Number four, breathe. When something unexpected or stressful shows up, pause. Breathe. Take some time to look at what's going on and what options you have. Evaluate those options. Make your choice and commit to it. Just don't forget to breathe. It's that pause and that deliberate consideration that puts you back in the driver's seat. Then if you want to go a bit further, as a habit, learn to breathe deeply. You can't feel stressed or anxious when you're breathing deep into your core. Breathe so that your belly rises. Most people breathe just enough to make their shoulders come up. That's breathing into your chest. That's too high. That's shallow breathing. Take some time and consciously breathe deep into your belly so that you can watch it rise and fall. Set a timer. Train yourself to breathe five times every minute. That's six seconds in, six seconds out. If you want to go further, you can also work on some square breathing. That means breathing in for four seconds, holding your breath for four seconds, breathing out for four seconds, and then holding the empty breath for four seconds. As you practice that, see how far you can go. Aim for five seconds, then aim for six. See how far you can take it. Number five, focus on one thing at a time. Don't try to do everything at once. When something unexpected drops in your lap, pause, take a breath as we've already discussed, then have a look at what needs to be done. Quickly prioritize those things and then start on the most important one. Once you've got that sorted, start on the next most important task. We're not designed to effectively multitask. Trying to do everything at once will just leave you feeling overwhelmed. Take one step at a time. Don't think about all the stuff you can't control, just focus on what you can control. If you just focus on doing what you need to do right now, in this moment, and trust that you'll find a way clear when the time is right, you can let go of a lot of the stress that you might be holding on to right now. Number six, remember what you have. You may be thinking about all the things you've lost or all the things you can't do right now. That's normal for us as humans. We tend to focus on the negative and ignore the positive. We tend to feel sorry for ourselves and spiral downwards into thoughts like, I just can't see a way out. Think of the people you have in your life who love you, the people you love, children, pets, friends. You may have all or some of these things in your life and they are all there for a reason. Appreciate them while they're in your life. You don't know how long you're gonna have them for. Now also, don't forget to look around you either. The world is a beautiful place and we tend to take it for granted. Too many of us live on the world and not in the world. We are not part of the world. We are too busy rushing from one thing to another without taking the time to stop and smell the roses. Take some time. Make a conscious effort to look at your life and see the things that you do have, the things that you can feel good about, or better yet, the things that you can feel grateful for. Make a list of them every day. Start a gratitude journal and write it at once or even twice a day and list the things in your life that you are grateful for. They don't have to be big things. You could be grateful for the beauty of the flowers in your garden, that same garden that you get to look at every day. 
When you're in a negative state of mind, you won't see that beauty around you. You will just take it for granted. Don't take anything for granted. Nothing is guaranteed, especially tomorrow. Focus on the good things in your life and spend less time going over the negative. Number seven, meditate. I know this sounds cliche. I know everyone's telling you to meditate at the moment, but I promise you this. If you can learn to sit still and breathe and just be present in the moment, not thinking about what happened yesterday and the mistakes you made, not worrying about tomorrow or what might happen or what might go wrong, just be present. That's why now is called the present. We tend to be beating ourselves up about the past or worrying about the future. I had a great quote from Carl Cease a few weeks ago. He said, we all spend a lot of time defending a life we are not living. We are afraid to do things in case we look foolish or in case we don't do it right. We don't take chances in case we might not succeed. We don't live the life that is there for us to live. We stay safe and comfortable in the life that we aren't really very happy with. If you can learn to take some time out of your day, every day, to practice meditation or mindfulness, you will be amazed at how much more calm and relaxed you can feel and for how long the effects last. It also teaches you how to go into that state when you want. So if you do find yourself feeling a little anxious or stressed, you can take five or ten minutes, sit still somewhere, anywhere, and take some time to just sit and meditate. I'm planning to do an entire episode on meditation down the track, so keep an eye out for that one. Number eight, recognize that the tough times will come to an end. Sure, they're tough when you're in the middle of it and you're neck deep in whatever's going on right now and you can't always see a way out. But remember this, so far, you've lived through every tough time you've ever experienced. You're still here. You're still doing things. The tough times in the past didn't last forever and neither will this one. Know that. Understand that. Accept that. Number nine, this one is easy and so obvious that everyone should be doing it, but not everyone does. It's kind of a two-sided thing, but it's powerful. So here we go. If you're old enough, you might remember the days of the old mixtape. We'd record just the songs we wanted on a cassette so we could listen to them whenever we wanted instead of having to wait for them to come on the radio. These days it's called a playlist on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you listen to. So make a playlist. I say make several playlists. Music is so powerful for changing the state that we're in, so you should really take advantage of that. First up, I recommend you make a playlist of happy songs. So if you're feeling a bit down and you need some cheering up, you can play happy songs. Secondly, I'd make a playlist of songs that make you feel powerful, strong, unbeatable. Play these songs when you're about to undertake something new or uncomfortable or even a little bit scary. Pump yourself up. Play the music. Take on a power pose. Stand like Superman or Wonder Woman for a few minutes as you listen. Feel that raw power ripple through your body. And then go out and smash out whatever it is you need to do and feel good about it. Now third, and by no means last, I would recommend you make a playlist of sad songs, believe it or not. If you're feeling a bit sad and you want to give yourself a chance to really feel it, maybe have a bit of a release and shed a few tears, play your sad songs. Don't try to suppress tears when they're coming on. Crying does not make you weak. Crying is a release of emotion. Have you ever had a good cry? 
after a sad movie or something sad's happened in your life, you go somewhere, have a good cry, and then you feel better afterwards. That's exactly what it's supposed to do. Crying is designed to give you a chance to release those emotions you may have been holding on to. If you hold on to them for too long, you can experience all sorts of physical and emotional symptoms. If you've been holding on to emotions for too long and then you finally do give yourself a chance to release, be ready. It could turn into a flood like a dam bursting. Just know that this is still okay. But maybe, just maybe, have someone you love and trust standing by just in case you need a little support. So tip number nine is to play some music, happy music, uplifting music, powerful music, and even sad music. Whatever you feel you need at the time. And once again, just be present with the music and let your thoughts go. Just be in the moment. That's it. That's all nine. If you can develop a practice of implementing some or all of these tips, ideally daily. Ideally daily. That sounds funny, doesn't it? Ideally daily. I guarantee you will see life differently. Life will become easier as you learn to turn and pivot to face what's coming at you instead of just letting it steamroller over you and then trying to put out fires afterwards. It's about knowing yourself better and it's about making better, calmer decisions rather than leaving things until you have no options left. Learn to trust yourself and your ability to come through and ironically, by relinquishing control and responding to what happens, you'll feel more in control. You will feel confident that you can face what comes up and deal with it in the best way you can at the time. More options means more control. More choices means more control. It's only by leaving things until it's too late that you run out of options and then you are out of control. Here's a great quote. I don't know who said it. It's an unknown quote, but I have seen it and I love it. A bird sitting on a tree is never afraid of the branch breaking because her trust is not on the branch but on its own wings. Always believe in yourself. So there you have it, the end of episode one of Reroute Your Brain. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you for being here and for listening to the entire episode. That means that I've provided you something of value and I am deeply, deeply grateful that you're still here. I'm so glad that you are. You're awesome. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for joining me this week on Reroute Your Brain. It's an honour to have you here. Make sure you visit my website, rerouteyourbrain.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes and all the right places so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or even if you'd simply tell a friend about me, that would be awesome. If you like this show, you might want to check out my Facebook page as well. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer in future episodes of the podcast, Send them through to me at podcast at rerouteyourbrain.com. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Sean Street, and I'm glad you're listening.